All right, everyone. Welcome. It is another lovely Wednesday. Welcome to Snap Hook. Just Mike and I here to have a quick conversation. And I'm going to start it. And I want this to be all about what you put on Instagram last week. And it was, are we getting sick of what golf influencers, golf content creators are putting out there? Do we need to mix it up and try something different? Yeah. So uh, the question read directly is anyone else starting to get bored of the, and I'll put content in quotations, that golf influencers, also in quotations, are creating. 90% of the people said, yes, it is so oversaturated. I had a lot of really good conversations um, with a lot of people who kind of wanted to dig into like my exact question. To me, this is twofold. Right. There is the side of the real golf influencers and there's the side of the YouTube channel, right? The more long form type style. My comment was not driven more towards the YouTube because I think anybody, whether it's no laying up, Barstool, um, Eric Andersling, who, whoever it may be, if they can create a 30, 25, 30 minute episode with people playing golf, that is, you know, interesting in a storyline that is incredible. But if you're putting up a 30-second clip of you hitting a golf ball with a shot tracer on it and maybe playing a hole with somebody, it, it, it's not interesting me anymore. And it and it might just be me that's going on this old man rant of like, be more creative, you know, don't do the same stuff over and over again. But it's like I'm getting to this point within social media where I'm kind of having a little bit of a burnout. Like the other day it's turning into, I know I have to post, right? I got to put a post up. Let me get something and put it together. And when I was on vacation and I was taking more street nature photography, I was excited to edit. I was excited to put it in my stories. I created a separate Instagram account for that stuff. I don't care how many followers it has because it's just a way for me to put that there. But I jump back on and it's like, God, I'm tired of seeing all this stuff. And unfortunately, all this club swinging or whatever it may be is over flooding my feed. And it's not allowing me to see the people that truly inspire me that I want to see. Right. I mean, that's, and it's kind of where I'm coming with this. So I appreciate what those people do because I've done it, play a hole with me before. And yep. it is a grind. And at the end of the day, I'm like, not worth it. Like not worth it at all to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of where it just came from. It's just kind of like, everybody's doing it, you know, yeah, throw some music on it and dance or do whatever. But at the end of the day, like whether it's good golf or bad golf, it's just, it's starting to get to be boring golf. No. And I think I agree with you. I would be in that 90% that says yes. And there's some stuff that I'm sick of seeing. And I, I do think that Instagram drove this. You and I were both part of the getting paid for posting reels program mm -hmm. when that was going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it became stressful for me to get those out. I would be like, oh, I have to get this to make a little bit of money. And I never made a lot of money off of it. Yeah. It was a couple hundred bucks. It was fun. It was fun to see some of the views on some things, but it becomes tedious. I've been in that place where you were just talking about, about, oh God, I have to get something up. And Halloween, I had a vintage Spalding wizard ball that I was like, I'm going to retouch this really quick. And I started to, and I was like, you know what? I I got other things to work on right now. And does it really matter if I get this up? I do think I'm getting to the point where I want to dig back in it 
since I got laid off, I was took a mental break from overly posting and trying to get too deep into it and keeping up with everything that's going on. But now I I think what you're saying, especially on like the shot tracer thing, when that first came out, you could do that on your own. We all know it's guessing where the ball's going. It was cool. But now it's like, do I need to see someone play a whole who knows how many times they refilm that to make themselves mm -hmm. look good? It's just what's unique about that now. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing when someone does something that's like, oh, that's different. That's pushing mm -hmm. me to do something new and exciting. Yep. And I don't know how we get to that and make sure that that's what we're seeing. One, obviously it's by finding that, liking it, sharing it, it'll bring more into our feed. But also I think that feed changes so often. If you just happen to look at one thing that's off subject, then all of a sudden all of that's coming in your world real mm -hmm. quick. Mm -hmm. Like your suggestions are like, I, so my wife sent me a funny, like baby video of someone that we were laughing about. Next thing I opened my suggested, it's just like tons of funny baby videos, <laughs> like right away, which I think are great and they're entertaining, but it's like, that's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm trying to see here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what, what would you like to see to push? Like, is there something, I know you can't even think of it because you're the idea is to push your mind, but what would you like to see more of? Um, I'd like to see more, and it's kind of like plugging ourselves a little bit, but more of the people that we're having conversations with, the ones who, I, I want to see more Hafe stuff. I want to see more Marsh stuff. I want to see more Han stuff. I want to see more, like more of that stuff where, because it, it's happening right now with me with having a camera it's like i take a camera out with me and i might be like oh yeah i gotta use it and it's like man i just feel like i'm taking it happens time a couple times a year it'll happen I'm taking the same photo and over and over again right you know yep. i'm playing my course and i love it and you know i need to do something to like challenge me to do something different i see people who are doing like these very detailed photos where you might not even see any landscape but you know that they're on a golf course like that's the type of stuff that that challenge that I I would like to see. People Kyle who... Walton is the champion of that. Kyle Walton Kyle will Walton. pull out some details of a course that I have played. He, he went to Landman a couple weeks after me, and it's like, oh yeah, I saw that, and I didn't even think to photograph it. And yep. I'm like, genius. Yep. And Mark Langford, who is working with Kyle, um, with yep. Gimme, he's starting to pick up on that and doing a really good job too of that. That's the type of stuff that like, it's like, man, that's what I need to like re-energize myself to have this idea of going out to a golf course and being like, I'm not taking one flag photo. I'm not taking one swing photo, but I'm going to walk away from this golf course with pictures on the golf course, whatever it may be. And, you know, some of the video stuff too, um, I, I wanted to see more of like, like, like Christian Hafer doing stuff at um, Lancaster CC where he's out by himself and he's walking around and and doing a video of him just playing like he's playing a hole he's playing a golf hole but he's doing it in more of an artistic way that has that takes more and i'll just be completely blunt it takes more talent it takes more time it takes a different eye like yeah at the end of the day they're both playing a golf hole but i'm gonna watch christian's video 40 times in a row and I'm going to watch half of the video that just because it popped up on my feed to like throw it to the side real quick. So 
I think that is what I'm personally looking for when it comes to this stuff is just be different and everybody is just copying everybody else and they're feeding the beast just to try to get more followers, which to me is just this crazy inflated number now that truly probably doesn't mean a whole lot. You know, companies still look at it, but look at engagement, look at reach, look at, you know, that's the type of stuff that, you know, if you want a golf influencer and I'll put those in quotations, like that's the stuff that companies should be looking to partner with. Yeah. And I think you shared it and I had already seen it. A good example of looking at something different football photo from the other day. Oh, and it's like, I never say his name, right? So I'm going to let you no. say it. <laughs> we can try and butcher together. He, it's co, uh, Comido. No, that's not right. I don't know. He, everybody knows him. He did. He's, he's one of the golfer journals photographers. The guy yeah. is Kojo. Kojo. Yeah. Kojo guy is wildly talented. And the photo he took makes it look like the end zone is like 80 yards long. Yeah, I've seen him do that and I just missed him. I was at NBA All-Star Game last year. I was down with the NBA on TNT guys. So I'm down there shooting that. And he was up at half court up high. And I think that's what's interesting is like that shot. You're not on the sideline. He wasn't uh -huh. in the mix. He's shooting it from far away, but making it look so unique and so interesting and not just a standard NFL football shot. Mm -hmm. It was a piece of art of these three guys jumping for a ball. And we'll, we'll share this. It was just a great way to look at something that we've all seen and do it a different way. Yeah. And yep. I love that. And I agree with you. It it's art and it's pushing you to do more. And it's not just a standard, what you would see of the same example of what you just said with, with Hafer. It's like, if two people are there could be doing the exact same thing and get totally different results because one's looking at it more than just documenting something. Mm -hmm. It is turning it into something that is beyond what most people would even think about. Mm -hmm. We should all be pushing to find something different because mm -hmm. we can all go on a golf course and shoot the same photo of a green from a hundred yards out and it's like oh that's a nice looking green but i want to feel something and yep. and that's the difference for me i want to provide a photo for somebody to see that is not just a double tap like but a stop and be like oh shit that's a good photo like those are two different things by double tapping you're you're basically acknowledging that you saw it right yep. but if you stop it like it and comment to say like, hey, this thing hits, like this photo I'm here for, that's the stuff I wanna see and that's the stuff I wanna produce is that type of content. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, th I think it's good. And I think you're never gonna be able to get it all the time. And I think that's important hmm. to remember too, is like specifically in, on a golf course, you're gonna go out and there's gonna be times where you can do that and there's times where you can't. You may get the right light, you may get whatever it may be but you always have to try. Yep. And you can yep. always find something no matter what that it's least going to make you feel like you've pushed it a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
Hey guys, it's Jeremy here to talk about Precision Pro. Mike here. Back in the day, I did a lot of research on rangefinders, and I came to the conclusion that Precision Pro was the best option for me. I had a different brand rangefinder in my bag for the longest time until I discovered the Precision Pro NX10 Slope. I love the easy-to-lock-on target, the lifetime battery replacement warranty, the three-year warranty, and it allows me to change my skins for my personal touch. Mine has a custom skin from when I did a 100-hole hike for Youth on Course at Sweetens Cove last year. That way, every time I pull it out of my bag, I'm reminded of how good that day was. So make sure you go to precisionpro.com, use code PINS20, and get yourself a new rangefinder. Talk about the most important item in your golf bag, your glove. We here at Snaphook connected with Joe Lusa, the owner and creator of Benzie Golf Gloves, and have been wearing their gloves for the past year. As golfers, we put so much thought into our fit. It blows us away when people have old beat up or the standard big box manufacturing gloves. Benzie gloves are made of premium grade Cabretta leather at the price point that is hard to beat. Our favorite gloves are the Elephant Print 7210 and the Chapel Hill. Visit them at benzygolf.com and follow them on Instagram at benzygolf. Um, so yeah, like, so this brings me into my Instagram hiatus, if you want to call it that. I mean, you see, I post occasionally. Mm -hmm. So here's my big debate right now. And I want your help with this. And I want you to push me one way or the other. I have two accounts. I have golf ball gallery. It's all golf balls. That's what it is. I found ways to add my golf photos to that with scrolling or reels. If I play a course, I have the ball and then I have the photos in it. So one question on that is, do I stick with that or do I just give up my perfect page of golf balls and I have a perfectly clean Instagram page that is nothing but golf balls and start putting other golf related stuff in there. And then I have one other idea of taking the golf ball idea and changing it a little bit. Still clean, white. And I have this idea. I'm just going to say it here and I'll play with it. And I just ordered all I need for it. What if it was the golf ball spinning Ooh. and it's still photos. So think more of gift style, mm -hmm. but it is a rotation of the ball on the page. So starting from the bottom, I love the look of your profile page. I think having all of those golf balls lined up is cool. I love how you're doing now where it's your cover photo and then it's a real or it's the first photo in the carousel. And then there's pictures to follow that support that golf ball and the logo on it. I love that. Keep it. Yeah. The spinning golf ball is awesome because if you can use that and continue to do that same part of it, where it's golf pictures that follow, whether it's landscape, people, whatever, I think that's really cool. Like that's, that's next level thinking. And, and I think that somebody's profile kind of underrated like more people should pay attention to that because a good crisp clean profile yours the flyers club is like one that, yep. really, that is just super clean mm -hmm. um takes time i mean it's it's a it's thought out right and it should be appreciated thank you I, I and i i made that decision early on i was like i just want this to be this i don't want it to be anything else um so that leads me to then my other instagram account which is jeremy freeman photo I started that just originally to share kids. Now I'm in this freelance world. So I put work stuff up there occasionally, but I never ever overshared on that stuff. Yeah. 
And now my thing is I'm going to make this my portfolio in a way. It's still yeah. going to be mixed in with if I'm traveling or doing whatever else. I posted Halloween photos of me and the family dressed up. And what I'm thinking about doing is taking a moment and looking back at my 15 years working at Turner and doing kind of a retrospective. And oh. just say, here's a portfolio of my best stuff I've done in 15 years. Every year, just like, here's a few. And kind of get back at this and really get back at putting it out there. Because I do think that a Instagram account for a photographer or a videographer or a drone operator is your portfolio now. Mm -hmm. It is. It will lead people to your website. Mm-hmm. But I think this is the starting point for that. I agree. So now I just need you to actually push me to do it. Do it. Do it. Do it, boy. <laughs> I can follow up daily. Uh, that's good. Just, just every once in a while, back text me back. Hey, did you post anything yet? Hey, did you post anything? <laughs> I'm just gonna take screenshots of your of your pages and to you be like, hey, same as it was yesterday. Let's change it. Yeah, and it's fine. No, I'm just gonna start putting me playing golf holes up there and then make you watch that and be like, no, it's me playing a <laughs> golf hole with a shot tracer. Just a uh, same shot from behind me every time. And I'm going to take six shots, but you're only going to see the best one. And we're going to go from there. You know, what would be uh pretty funny is to do like the living hell Instagram and just spoof oh. a golf Instagram account. So it's like, shout out Keith, just, you know, low f-stop flag photos just the flag nothing in the background you know uh it just instagram gonna put golf girls in quotations yep. the ones that are more about the clicks than they are about the swing or like yeah this the foul play a hole with me the shot tracer the just anything that's absolute trash just make a profile just of that so i have talked we joked about this up at i was up at sweeten's cove and we were talking with you know colt yeah Colt works up there. He's a bigger guy. He's a country guy. I love Colt. And we joked about doing photos of him replicating all the golf girl photos. Oh, God. Like, so just think like big country guy, but dressed like every one of the influencer girls and just replicate it shot for shot. I am here for it. <laughs> and then but what would be great is that you could use like, pull the girl's shot yeah, so that people click on it and they see the next photo is Colt. Oh, mm -hmm. dude, that would kill. That would <laughs> yeah. kill. Yeah. Th th that could be our next venture is uh, our year dressing up like some of the, some of them. It's up to you. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, I got a slender figure. I'm good with it. You do. You could pull it <laughs> off. You could definitely pull it off. So what can we do to keep pushing this? I think we're interviewing some people that are good and looking at some different stuff like Keith. Mm -hmm. Keith was a great example of rap reels, doing mm -hmm. something unique out there on the course, having fun. I feel like we've seen more of that. You know, and the one thing I want to say is, I think I've said it, but I don't want to discount what these people are doing because it does take so much time. But I think the thing as a collective community that we should be more conscious about, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, is the getting away from the like 
because like I just mentioned, that's now being more of an acknowledgement that yes, I saw what you put on on social media. Yep. And if you actually truly like something, like it makes you stop, like you said, reshare it for other people to see. Comment on it and say, yo, you killed this. Let that person know what they did was awesome. Because one comment saying this picture is incredible is better than 50 likes that you know it's just like that like that we make we we do these photos we do these videos for somebody to see and then move on because we have to do it again the next day otherwise you know you're just you're going to fall off so you're constantly having to feed this beast but if you're somebody that doesn't feed the beast but still takes really 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 good photos videos whatever as an audience we should be acknowledging the work that that person is doing by more than just a heart button i completely agree just like you said telling someone wow that's great it pushes them to do more of that mm -hmm. and it keeps mm -hmm. you moving in that more creative direction because we've all been there we've done something that we thought was like oh my god this is so creative and awesome and then it just gets straight up crickets yep and you're like Am I wrong? But I don't think you are. Like no. you have to always push yourself. I'll, I'll give this real, real quick example. This is not related to golf, but a good friend of mine, his kids and my kids are in school together. He's been writing graphic novels. He wrote some other stuff. He wrote on the Flash comic book for a little while. Oh. He wrote this book years ago for himself. And it's just like a sci-fi thing. There was just a bidding war that Ron Howard won for the TV rights to his novel. And I talked to him the other night we were, while we were trick-or-treating him and I were walking down talking and he's like, yeah, I did that one. That was one of my favorite ones and I did it for me. It didn't do great at the time, but people will find the great stuff that stands out. And I think that's an important lesson is going above and beyond in whatever type of work it is you do, specifically in creativity, creative fields, photography, things like that, you will rise up if you're continuing to evolve what it mm -hmm. is and not mm -hmm. just do the same thing. Yep. I agree. Not copying. And I think that story that you just told about your buddy doing it for him, that should be everybody's mindset when they're doing anything on any social media platform. Maybe not so much X or Twitter because you're just spewing nonsense. Yeah. But everything should be done for you, whether it's to log your journey of whatever you're doing, but you should never be chasing a like of you or whatever. Like you should do it for you. And like you said, if, if you're killing it, it will be acknowledged. You know, it will, you will come to light. You will get opportunities because of that stuff. We haven't talked about this in the past. When you were getting the paid real stuff. Did it turn into like a job and did it burn you out a little bit? And you're better about it than I am where you're always coming up with something different and putting it out there. But it did there come a point where you're like, I know I have to get this in before the end of the month and I just want to be done with it. Um, You know, I don't think I ever looked at it as a job because it was like, like I never, I never just put up a reel to put up a reel just to get views on it or to get paid on it. Um, so I, I don't think it that way, but with some of the opportunities that have come up a little bit throughout the ways, like 
you know, I did uh, a campaign with Vice Golf Balls. I'm doing stuff with Fairway Styles and Global Golf. And there has been times where feeling the pressure to produce content for those type of situations is a little taxing and almost like, you know, there's times where it's like, I just, I don't feel like doing it. Like, I just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I appreciate having Melanie because it's like, you can sit down and talk about it. We can bounce ideas or like I can send her something like, Hey, what do you think? She'd be like, Oh, that'd be really cool to do that. Like on our road trip, she was saying, dude, you should do a year of golf in review. You should call it your five favorite courses in California. Like you should do all these different things to wrap up your year as like different content than just continuing to post golf course photos or people playing golf or whatever. And I was like, Oh, that's actually a really good idea. But it, it's a struggle when it feels like a job to feel the pressure to do it instead of just doing it to do it. Does that answer your question? No, it does. And I think it's interesting because I can see where from your perspective, you wouldn't feel as much of a job for it overall because it's also your more creative outlet. Mm -hmm. Your day job does not have that same level of creative outlet that for instance, like mine, I'm shooting all the time. And I'm always going out there. So I loved hearing that because it made me instantly think. I was like, oh, yeah, because I'm doing this for work constantly. So sometimes I need a break from it. Yep. Yeah. Like, and that's where golf has always been my break. And now when I start doing stuff in that, it turns it into a little bit more of work. That's why I try to like enjoy it sometimes mm-hmm. and not always take the camera out. So on your trip, I know you've been posting about it's inspired you doing some photography because you didn't play any actual golf on this trip, all of the East Coast. You spotted some golf courses. You did the roadside golf stuff, but overall, you weren't there for that. Right. Now, you've said you've looked at some things differently. You want to take some of that to the golf course. Was there anything in particular that stood out for you? Yeah. Actually, one of the things was sometimes I like to slam that that F stop to 2.8 and just blow away with it. But walking around downtown areas or being in the outdoors, I was trying to get more of everything in focus. So I was kind of sitting around like a, an 11. And to me, I was like, oh, maybe this should be where I sit kind of from here on out when I'm taking golf course photos. So I've decided that when I go out and play golf, I'm trying to take different things or like challenge myself in different ways, whether that's not taking a picture of a person, not taking a picture of a landscape, but still taking a picture of a golf course, or it's, Hey, I'm going to go out today and I'm not going to go any lower than a eight on my aperture. And that I have to be creative in the way that I do that and see how it, it turns out from there. So I'm kind of doing these little like self challenges whenever I'm going out and walking around downtown and taking photos. And I think the other thing that it did for me was something that we just talked about trying to capture the tighter details. So not mm-hmm. so much the bigger picture, but like a piece on a wall that has a little bit of graffiti or whatever it may be like trying to figure out how do I take that now to the golf course and highlight those small details like I did when I was walking around. Yeah, I think that's good. And I think one way you can experiment with that to know if that's what you want to do between the two eight or the F 11, take the same photo both ways. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then afterwards, like, don't think about it in the moment, just do it, shoot it. And then afterwards, pull them up, edit them separately. Like you would edit them. And then look at them and be like, which one do I like more? 
Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Because there is a purpose for having everything in focus. Mm-hmm. And if you look back at the old Ansel Adams and everyone that was going, the original going out West photographers, they were the F64 club. And cameras don't even do that anymore. These are four by fives and eight by tens. And you can do really long exposures. And the amount of focus they were getting is just unbelievable. So think about that and know that you can do it both ways and decide what's going to work for you. And there is a hundred percent a purpose for both. Yeah. Especially when it comes to landscape stuff, like landscape stuff should normally, if you're trying to show something off the right way, all be in focus. Mm Mm-hmm. If that's your Mm -hmm. preference. That's the other thing. There's no right rule. And I think that's what's important about this creative thing about people putting stuff out there. It is to push yourself and to do something different. I think there is something into bringing back that. We're going to get a four by five camera and we're going to go out to a golf course. No, we're not going to do that. But there, there could be something there where you're doing an extreme depth of field thing that people haven't done in a really long time. Yeah. You can always look back at something that happened in the past and bring it back into a new thing. Yep. I w- I think you should do that experiment and see the side by side and see which one draws you cuz it's also your preference, it's your art. Mhm. And I I think it's important to remember that we are creating art at a certain point. Yep. You know what I, you know what else I'd like to see? I'd like to see Instagram or social media in general Go back to photo sharing. Like, let I want to see more photos. I don't want to see people dancing. I don't want to see people mouthing over some type of music. Like, let's get back to what Instagram was built for. And that was a photo sharing platform. Yeah. And I do think they've gone a little bit back that direction. I think when they got rid of the Reels bonus, that mm-hmm. was to go back into, let's not compete with TikTok as much. And I agree. And that's why I think we just go out, take some interesting stuff, put it out there. And that's what the entire snap hook podcast, Instagram page is going to become now. Love it. Yes. I will say, so on the separate social media that I created, that's just for travel photography type things. I'm not following like a lot of golf people on it. Cause I see that stuff on my golf account. So I'm trying to follow more photography type pages. And there's a lot of these pages that do these like really cool, like, you know, you have um, SPJ, which is street photography journal. And they'll do like, oh, we're going to do a a geography contest this year. And, you know, it's like, who's taking the coolest pictures with the coolest geography? Or there's, they're doing some that's, oh, this is going to be a shadow contest now. And it's like, all these people use this hashtag for the shadow portion of it all. And I really like seeing that stuff too. I think that's really cool. And again, this is the type of stuff that I can then think like, oh yeah, like, you know, it would be sick is to do something like that. So for instance, and I'm showing Jeremy this photo, but you know, it it will be a thing. Like I took a picture playing golf yesterday and kind of did more of like a silhouette type style thing. Love it. And it was like, oh man, that's, you know, like normally when you see that, you're like, oh, you don't see any detail. You can't see anybody. No, the silhouette thing's pretty cool too. So yeah, just a lot of stuff.
Well, I think that also digital and HDR and Photoshop and everything has made it where everyone expects everything to be the detail there and to be able mm -hmm. to see your highlights and your shadows. It doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. Stuff can be pitch black and you have a little highlight of something coming in there. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think that you're going to do stuff, and you're going to push it too far and you're going to look back on it later and be like, well, why did I do that? Mm -hmm. But at the moment, you're going to get something interesting and it's going to push you to do something more. So yep. just, just try to do more. That's my that's my inspiration for the day. Love it. Love it. You know what else you can do? Keep snapping. Keep snapping, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>